Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. 50% of all lifetime mental illness begins at the age of 14, 75% by the age of 24. You got something going on. You need to reach out to somebody, maybe a neutral third party, markwelltherapy.com. Dr. David Markwell and his therapists uh, do an amazing job there at Ridgeline Counseling. Markwelltherapy.com. They can do it virtually. You can stop by one of their three Georgia locations, East Cobb, Marietta near the square, or McKaysville, right outside of Blue Ridge. Again, markwelltherapy.com. True story. Uh, one of our most popular guests uh, is Matt Dugmany Aurora, the Aurora Law Firm. Uh, that's no joke. You guys love him. I love him. If you have any questions for him when he pops in on the show, you can go to podcastthebs.com. There's a whole section set up. You can ask us on social media, or you can leave a message on our hotline, 404-369-3825, possibly get a one-on-one. -on -one. Specializing in criminal law located in Atlanta, but practices nationwide, theauroralawfirm.com, theauroralawfirm.com. It's time, ladies and gentlemen. After all these years in the radio business, Jason Bailey is finally unfiltered. I don't know what you want. With his bestest buddy and producer, all the way from Mexico, it's Nate, dude. Sit back, enjoy. Here is the podcast that is all about intellectually immature nonsense. Are a very particular set of skills. You will love it. Why? Because I'm Jason's neighbor. I'm old man Kevin. <laughs> and by God, this is the BS. Hello, it's a Wednesday. Episode 159 of the BS Podcast. My name is Nate. I'm here with my wife, Alexis. Hey guys, how's it going? And Brandon... August and Josh. What up, what up? Hold on, guys. Not a whole lot. How you doing? All right, all right. Welcome, guys. We're all back together again, remotely, in our <laughs> in our respective uh, basements. You know, we don't really pay a lot of attention to our backgrounds. I know some people, <laughs> Jason was really into that. What? Oh, what's behind me? What's it look like? I, I don't really care. Do you guys? <laughs> Brandon definitely looks like he's in a undisclosed location. Yes, <laughs> most definitely. And, uh... <laughs> Me and Josh look like we're in a crack house or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for a homeless guy to wake up behind that couch. With <laughs> <laughs> a crack pipe, like, y'all need another hit? Yeah, yeah. I've never really cared that much, like, what, if I'm watching an interview, what people have in the background, and let, even if it's something cool that's back there, you don't really want to distract people from, from the podcast well, or the interview. I think it definitely matters to someone, you know, like, you know, like me and Josh's background looks pretty bad, like a little bit. Yeah. It yeah. needs an update. Yeah, we need a, just like a, a, a curtain or some, something, you know, <laughs> yeah. or at least well, both of y'all's videos, the same size. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's weird. The camera makes it, you know, wider. And then this other camera makes it square. I don't know. I don't know my geometry. I don't know how to get them both the same. Oh yeah. We got a jank set up here too. I mean, we're not even really looking at the camera and Alexis can't even see y'all. She doesn't even know if you guys are here. <laughs> I hear you. That's all that matters. Well, uh, the, camera, the camera on Josh and August may die here soon, so you won't be able to see them either. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, it'll just be you then. Wait, why would it die? Is it battery powered? Yes. What? We, we're using my, like, photography camera. Oh, uh, okay. fancy schmancy one. And, you know, the pe the camera stays here, so we figured, you know, it charges all the time, Brandon. Yeah, I, well, it was on two bars. I figured that'd be good enough, but apparently two bars is not good enough. It's flashing red right now. I don't so. I don't understand the the charging system on, on those. I mean, it's either, like, fully charged or it's dead. There's, like, no in-between. <laughs> I need to get a little thing that goes up in there that plugs to the wall. I really do, because that would fix all these problems, but we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll be on one of the next episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's great. Well, uh, you guys had a... An interesting weekend, I'm sure. You attended podcast and Pours 3, I hear. Mm -hmm. How'd that go? We did. It went pretty good. We got there about 6. Uh, drank a lot of good beers. Man, they've, they've, I don't remember last time going to Pontoon. They had all them tasty sours, but they, they had a lot there. They probably had oh, yeah. total beers, probably 20 wow. on tap, and they probably had like 6 to 8 sours. Uh, you know, I'm a sour guy, so it was pretty good. And then we had probably about 20, 30, two beers there, and then 
bunch of freshly graduated high school girls that couldn't drink and just sat on the couch the whole time <laughs> on their phones talking to each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually I didn't know you like sours. You're you're into sours now. Oh, I love sours. If it's uh, I usually like regular beer or sours. That's hmm. no, Bud no. Light or sours. You like, yeah, there you go. Bud Light or sours. That, that's it. Yeah, that's about it. So both gay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drinking Smiggles doesn't seem the most manliness thing. <laughs> oh, but yeah. they're good, though. Yeah, they are. They're delicious, especially now that it's starting, it's starting to get warmer there, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it was like in the 80s when we were there. Oh, shit. High 70s, low 80s. Wow. All right. Yeah, nice. It's really just been raining nonstop in uh, January. That and stop. That sucks. Yeah, we rain every day since January. Damn, yeah, then, we get like a week break every now and then, but it, it, we have a lot of rain. We're in the monsoon seasons, like we're in mm. Vietnam. Uh, <laughs> yeah, change your socks. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was hating uh, living on the river because when it would rain a lot, then the you know the river just the Chattahoochee just looks gross at that time. So, uh, yeah, but uh, but no, that's I think they're bringing back the more sours probably because it's getting nicer out, and that's what you want to drink when it's you know hot weather. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, how did everything everything else go? It was pretty good. Uh, like I said, we had cornhole out there. We talked to a good amount of people. There was a uh, I, see. I don't ever know when we're when we're at these events. Like someone will look at me and I look at them and I'm like, are we just catching eyes? Or they know me? Or they just some random person that happens to be here also? Yeah. And it'd be like an awkward, like a awkward halfway, and then they'll turn away and walk away. It's like, well, I, I guess I don't know that person. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, same thing. I, I feel like such a dick either way because. Yeah, if you catch eyes with them and you go over to like talk to them, like, oh, they must think I'm a big deal. They know who I am, and then they're <laughs> yeah. like, nah, bro, I'm just getting a beer. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> you <know? Yeah. laughs> but and, but if they do know you and you don't make eyes or, or go over and talk to them, then they might think you're an asshole or something, or they don't know who you are. Like I, I would always have that issue with listeners that I would talk to on Instagram. But you know, when you're talking to somebody, if you're not friends with them, their picture is like a little tiny hole. Tiny. You know, it's just that little little circle. So I couldn't really tell who they are. Like our our buddy uh, Jose, you know the um, our friend that runs the was it yeah uh, pawn, pawn shop? shop yeah yeah I remember one of the first events we did there him and his kids were playing with some toys or something and I I was like hey excuse me I gotta you know move the table or whatever and I didn't realize it was him and then after and I don't think I talked to him for the rest of the night and I felt so bad and I was like <laughs> shit man I've been talking to you for like years and I, I wanted to make sure I you know got got to have a conversation with you and didn't happen and i felt like a dick <laughs> yeah i think i think jose is one of the ones that doesn't have his face as a profile picture there's a lot of those that had like just their kids or like a logo or something yeah it's like, well if you had your kids with you i might know who you are <laughs> <laughs> yeah well they probably did because they were all graduating and they're at this party yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys do anything like do you do any well, obviously you didn't do a podcast recording you got play any games or do giveaways or anything like that uh, mainly, no, we didn't, we didn't, it was like more of a relaxed podcast and pours. Like I said, we just had a cornhole outside and I think that was about it. We just kind of talked to a bunch of people, yep. just kind of conversed. That's cool. That's cool. Josh got to talk to, uh, to this guy for about 30 minutes about, uh, biology. I'm sure mm-hmm. he enjoyed that. Yeah. It was about <laughs> it. It was, it was about his son. Oh, it nice. About, it the same, same situation going fresh into college, uh, talking about, you know, like what to do, what not to do. He's confused just like I was. And just, you know, just some general advice as to what to look forward to and this, that, and the other. That's it was cool. really cool. That's really nice. Nice, yeah. It's a, when we kind of talked about this on our podcast, we just had recently went to a party where there wasn't, like, anything else to – it's one of those parties where it's just – it's in the living room and it's just people talking. And they got some food and stuff. And I don't know how to get out of conversations. When, you know, when once you start talking to somebody, and it's hard when it's just one room. You're like, well, uh – I guess I'll go, you know, go get a drink. I'll be right back. And then, and you can't just like trickle away because they can see you. <laughs> and you're right there. He's like, like three steps to your left to grab a beer. And like, oh, I got my drink now. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I need to talk to somebody else. Not like it's a bad conversation, but you're just trying to, you know, mingle with multiple people. You don't want to get, you know, yeah. stuck talking to somebody the entire time. And then you don't get to talk with other people. Yeah, a little bouncing around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I saw that. I think the weekend, I mean, I guess it was last weekend. You guys, you did the podcast Force three. That was that. Three, is there three or four year anniversary of my my beer chugs and harmony party there? Oh yeah, it was, it was four. I saw it pop up on my uh on uh, on my Facebook. I was like, damn, four years at the date, pretty much. I, I think it was two days off. Audio feature. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Oh no no, this is uh beer chugs and harmony. This was the uh, uh, oh the very first one. Yeah, the one where we did the beer pong tournament and um, oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah and we did some giveaways and stuff. Yeah, I can't believe that's been like three or four years. That's like if you guys went into college as freshmen and now you're graduating. It's that long ago. 
Yeah. Josh knows. I was still in college, and I'm still in college yeah, now. Right. So, uh, Keep it going. Ten-year anniversary, yeah, still in college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, obviously, the uh, podcast and pours three was also Bailey's daughter's graduation party-ish. So, what they? Do, I, I saw some cakes and stuff. Did they do any other kind of surprises for them? Okay. Uh, we had, you know, some Chick-fil-A nuggets and then there was some cake there. And then I think, you know, a few people brought gifts. I saw Jason got a few gifts for, I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't know if we were supposed to bring gifts or not. I didn't bring a gift. <laughs> I would, you know, I'll be like, oh, I'll buy you a drink. I was like, oh, wait a minute. You're 18. You can't drink here. <laughs> yeah. I'll buy you a soda. There you go. And then we had a bunch of merch that we we're just giving away. Mm-hmm. So that got pretty cleared out. Oh, it's yeah. It's kind of sad seeing the merch is being for free and you know we're just like passing it up and taking it home yeah you know just kind of like oh never chat for closing yeah 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 well we had a bunch we of know. the the merch left over from podcast reports too i think um and we were supposed we were setting up an online store to sell it on there but then i think his job came down the pipe and kind of didn't make any sense to to sell it anymore unless you want <laughs> something vintage i guess <laughs> but yeah we hung out there probably to about 10 30 11 and um Everyone pretty much cleared out. You know, Bailey gets his, you got to go to bed early. He left about nine forty-five, probably, and we hung out for another 30, 40 minutes. And we had got a hotel. All right, so we were being responsible this time. We got a hotel. Oh, nice. And I called the hotel at like eleven o'clock to uh, assure that uh, I told him we were coming from Missouri. I don't know why I told him that, but I was like, we're going to be a little late. Uh, we just want to make sure we can still get into the hotel. And they're like, okay, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll leave the keys with the security guard. And then, um, and they're like, okay, cool, we'll have a good hotel. And then we went bouncing around to like. Four different bars. We went to what we go North River Tavern first. North River Tavern, and then we went to. Um, that was recommended by Jill, and uh, I'm sure it's fun there on a week week night. But it was pretty dead there. And then we went to Johnny's. Yeah, Johnny's Hideaway. hideaway. Oh, that was yeah. fun. That was pretty fun. Wait, you guys uh, went to Johnny's Hideaway from from Sandy Springs? Yeah, <laughs> they're nowhere yeah, near like each a, other. <laughs> I know. We well, we don't know the area too well. And we're like, let's just go there. It was like a and then, 20, 30 minute ride there. And then we went to like a really scary place called Babylon after Johnny. Oh man. From like bad. three to six. And I passed that that place today coming home from Atlanta. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> that was like a fever dream. We yeah, went back was. at it five in the morning, just hitting hookahs. <laughs> and we had like I mean we had we had a lot of beer, I'll tell you that. And we're like, all right, well, let's just Uber to the hotel. <clears throat> we get there at like six thirty. It says on the it says on the doors like call security guard for your keys and had his number. We're like, okay, cool. I call him. I was like, hey man, we're out here waiting for our keys. He's like, hey man, what what are you talking about? I just now left. He's like, I'm like an hour away. I'm at home. I was like, well, how did we get in our hotel room? He's like, I don't know, man. Just call the front desk and tell them you need new keys or something. He's like, they don't get there to like seven thirty eight though. I'm like, well, what the hell? But then uh, what what hotel doesn't have somebody there twenty four hours? Yeah, that's what I was saying. It was called Studio Eight. Uh, Roswell. It was the Motel Six. Oh, they fucking dipped us. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Us out. They had You're, a fancy name. Nobody. Wait, so it's Studio Eight or Motel Six? Yeah. It said Studio. Maybe it said Studio Six on there, but when you get there, it's a Motel Six. Oh, so there are two studios below. What? Or, yeah, yeah. The Motel yeah, Six is. <laughs> so did you ever get your money back? Uh, I I contacted them. They said they'd give me a partial refund. So we'll see. But yeah, long story short, we never got to stay in the hotel. So then we took another. 20 minute uber ride back to pontoon brewing and uh august had been done drinking for like two or three hours by then i was like you get to drive he's like yeah i'm, I'm fine so then we just drove back and me and august had to go to church at 11 o'clock oh, so fuck. uh we, we, we just stayed went, up man it was horrible we stayed up all night <laughs> and we went and sat in downtown noonan and just drank coffee for like two hours on the side of the road at this coffee shop until we had oh to go to church. <laughs> we, ate, we ate two bananas and then this little kid about 12 years old came up on a scooter and we talked about where to ride your scooter the type of scooter trick and then he showed us some trick and then we went to church yeah we were pretty burnt out that was about the only conversation we could hold was with a <laughs> eight or ten year old <laughs> about bananas yeah <laughs> bananas and scooters here put this in your mouth how old are you guys? <laughs> you guys always have like a great plan, and then if you fuck it up somehow, I, you know, like right. I was thinking, yeah, like I was thinking that when you were when Nate brought up uh, the first beer chugs and uh, harmony party, I think we have had like a extremely long night every time we partied up at um 
you know, pontoon. Yeah. Like, uh, it's just insane, like, what we find ourselves in, like. Yeah, I mean, every every podcast event, we end up staying up all night pretty much. Yeah. Just every event in general. Remember when you guys were supposed to go go home, uh, or you were flying <laughs> out the next day, and you ended up going out all night and then sleeping on my couch for, like, 30 minutes and just staring oh, yeah. at us? Lexus and I had just woke up, and you guys oh, are just yeah. sitting upright on our couch just looking at us while we slept. Every time I woke up, I was like, God damn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then the other. Yeah. And then the other time when Brandon comes down by himself to surprise Bailey. Oh, yeah. He uh, he had everything perfect. He just had to. I think it was like 11. I was like, you can just you know sleep on the couch. And I think you laid there for a little bit and then you wanted to go upstairs. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you're at a, like a Mexican whorehouse across the <laughs> across the town. Really and far away from us. And you're yeah, really far away. And then you're calling me at like 3 a.m. And you're like, my phone's about to die. And, and I hear this like cab driver yelling something in Spanish and then it dies. And I'm like, oh, fuck, Bangkok has him now. Like <laughs> Brandon might be dead. And then you ended up missing your flight yep. or you missed the bus. You missed your flight. And then you had to stay at the, the airport hotel, I think. Yeah, all just because yeah. you couldn't go to sleep for twenty minutes. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I was like, man, I got to squeeze a little bit more fun in now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's great. Well, I saw Ariel's graduation, um, and I think it was at I don't know what it's called now, Ameris Bank Amphitheater. It used to be Verizon. Uh, where did you guys have your graduation at? Uh, our schools at the high school. Yeah, she had her graduation at a concert at, at Ameris. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like something out of like a. Uh, 90 pop movie, yeah. like, uh, exactly. Right. Some sort of like, dang. I guess they had a lot of kids because yeah. there's so many kids now. But we, we had 900 in our graduating class, and Ooh. we all fit on the we fit on the football field. I guess maybe they just couldn't fit, fit on the football field. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe yeah. We were in like a courtyard, well, like a campus. And also, how many tickets did you get? Like, did you get just a, an allotment, like three or four or something? I think I think it was unlimited yeah. and then unless it was a rain delay and we had to mm-hmm. do it inside then you only got two yep oh really but okay it didn't rain yeah so we i can't i mean we didn't have ours at our gym we had it at some community college like amphitheater auditorium but we only got like i think we got two or four tickets and that was it like the rest of your family had to watch it online like mm-hmm. they, that's all you got so that's why i was surprised i saw that like some of their I don't know, basically their neighbors and friends and everybody else was all there. So I was like, damn, how many tickets did they get? But I guess when you're it's at a fucking concert venue, then yeah, yeah. you got plenty of extra tickets. <laughs> Ain't worried about seating. But yeah, I know I'm going to my cousin's graduation this weekend in Kentucky and they're not doing it at the high school either. They're doing it like some kind of rodeo arena or something. Hmm. So I was like, oh. And they got unlimited tickets there, too. And it's covered. So if it does rain, I guess we're good to go. Damn. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's graduation season, I guess, because I just see everybody graduate college and yeah, college graduating soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think that's like that was earlier this already week, did yeah earlier this month. Yeah. Most colleges. Damn, it's crazy. Not me though, just still hanging in there. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do, Josh. Super yeah. duper senior. Going to school forever. Van yeah. Wilder. <laughs> no, nah, that's cool, dude. I went to college for like ten years too. I graduated high school in 2002, and I graduated college in 2014. Yeah, I also went to like seven colleges, though. I just kept on moving around. I'm on number three right now. Okay. So we'll nice. <laughs> nice. Well, I catch up to you. Yeah, after the tenth, then you get a, a free diploma. They punch yeah, your, they punch your card. You. <laughs> They've been around here long enough. Oh, so I told this story on uh, Mexico Moment, but I wanted to tell you guys about it because I thought you'd think you would enjoy it. So I last Friday, or maybe it was two Fridays ago. I I was doing my beer chug at the grocery store because here at, um, at our grocery store here, you can you, they have beer on tap and you, you just have to buy some food and you can drink there. Yeah, and the beers, the beers are like two bucks. So I was like, all right, I'll just, you know, do my chug in the grocery store. I think it was raining. I couldn't find anything anywhere else to do it. And while I'm sitting there, I'm getting ready, uh, like getting my camera ready. And this pretty good looking Asian chick comes over and uh and this guy, and she has a little microphone, and this guy is filming, and she comes up and she's like, "Hey, do you mind if I ask you some questions?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" You know, and Lex is like, "You didn't ask why?" I was like, "No, I mean, you know, we've done street audio and smart amata, yeah." So I was like, "That's you know, I'm." I'm I've been like, "What's it for? What are you doing?" You know, I just figured she was like some youtuber you know whatever like ran had some podcast or something You're like so, carry on with your stupid questions yeah. i was like yeah go ahead so he's filming me and she goes uh would you suck a dick to save your mother's life i'm like whoa <laughs> like, coming out the gate yeah hard. right yeah just softballing it right out right <laughs> no. uh, you say? 
Well, I, you know, I, I figured she was looking for some good content. So I was like, no, I was like, my mom's lived a good life. And, you know, <laughs> well, I was like, no, I mean, I guess I'd figure why, why is this person doing this or how is he going to kill her? I'd figure out a different way uh, mm-hmm. to save her life or whatever. So no, sorry. And she's like, okay. And I was like, that's it. She's like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and leaves. And she's like, or like goes out of my view. And then she comes back maybe five minutes later and goes, uh, Hey, do you mind if I ask you a couple more questions? And I was like, yeah, sure. So guy starts filming. She starts, you know, with her little microphone and she says, I mean, they're just kind of kind of dating questions. What do you look, look, look for in a girl? What do you not like in a, uh, somebody of the opposite sex? And, um, Oh, what else did she say? Oh, what would you want to ask somebody of the opposite sex? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, what's it like to have boobies? Yeah, or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so she asked me, "What do you look for in a girl?" And I was like, "Eh, just like somebody that's funny." You know, there we're all going to get old and ugly one day, so you got to have somebody with a good personality. And she's like, "Okay, yeah, okay." And then she goes, uh, and then she asked that other question, "What do you dislike?" And I was like, oh, "I don't really like, you know, people that talk about themselves way too much." Um, but I was like, I'm married, so I don't deal with that super often. Um, but if you're at a party, maybe some friends, you meet some new people, you don't want to deal with that. Um, she's like, okay, well, I got one more question for you. And then she goes to her camera guy and whispers in his ear for a little bit. And he's like, okay. And he goes behind me and starts filming. And she goes, um, do you think you could take me and, and my friend? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, like right now? And she's like, yeah, yeah. Well, hang on a second. And she goes behind me again and comes back with this. Gr- she's holding this girl's hand and pulls her in front of me. And uh, she's like, this is blah, 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 and shakes my hand. And I was like, oh, nice to meet you. And she goes, okay, well, do you think you can take me? And I can't remember her name was uh, at the same time. And I was like, or handle us. That's what she said. Do you think you could handle both of us? And I was like, probably. But I, I was like, I'm, I'm married. And she was like, yeah, but like, so, but are you sure? And I was like, well, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm sure I'm, I'm married. <laughs> she goes, she's like, well, why not? And I said, well, you know, my, I love my wife. I wouldn't want her to do that to me. So I'm not going to do it to her. And she's like, they're like, oh, that's so sweet. Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, what about in another life? And I was like, sure, sure. In another life. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd bang both of y'all at the same time. Sure. Um, and so I was, I text Alexa and she's like, okay, that's it. And they seem kind of like put off like a little bit like what the fuck just like this guy turned us down and I was messaging Alexis and then we started when I got home we started talking about it and I'm pretty sure they were either OnlyFans chicks or like some kind of amateur porn channel and they just go around and they do like kind of like that amateur bang bussy type of thing where they just find dudes and they take them back and bang them and then they got free content and they're making money off of it and shit. Like fuck this! I'm I'm almost forty years old. This has never happened in my whole life, and you had to wait till I'm married. <laughs> yeah, gonna, like if you scroll across Pornhub, you'll see your intro, and then it cut to some guy that they just dress up to look like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like a poorly cut out like of my face on this yeah. other on like a black dude or something. <laughs> but this you, reminds me of a movie that I watch. Um, and it's like just it's like exactly what Nate said, but it happened to Keanu Reeves. And it's an Eli Roth film. And Keanu Reeves is married, and these two, like, hot chicks show up at his doorstep, and he's like, I mean, it's insane. You need to watch it. I, I, th- I think I know what you're talking about, but I cannot remember the name of it to save my life right now. Yeah. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. All right, if I'll you have to watch it. Eli Roth and Keanu Reeves, this movie will pop up, and you'll, you need to watch that movie. Oh shit! All right, yeah, maybe that's what it's coming from. But that's probably what they were doing, right? Do you think they were like some trying to do some amateur porn shit? Yeah, I mean, at, at the with the first question, I thought you were going to get abducted like a month later and being like some kind of Squid Game. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they well, never came back from the grocery store. Yeah, well, and that's what I, initially I just thought. I'm like, okay, maybe she has like a some of the questions. I was like, maybe she just has some like dating podcast or YouTube channel or something like that. And then when she, it was like she was, they were asking me to go like. have a threesome with him right there and i was like what the fuck is going on (laughs) but the weird thing is is she goes to my gym and i see them like every day now so (laughs) yeah so i haven't like said any i I try not to make eye contact with them because i don't know if they remember me or not but uh a little awkward (laughs) so i'll send you guys i took a picture uh the next day at the gym it's not very good it's kind of far away but uh, i sent it to alexis i was like oh they're here and she goes 
are they still there? <laughs> like she's like, I'll be right over. <laughs> I'm coming for. I asked you when you left the grocery store. I was like, are they still there, bitches? Asking people's husbands have threesomes at the grocery store. Get a life. <laughs> He's picking up dinner for me. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'll throw it your guys' way next time y'all come down. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's know the grocery store. We'll hang out there all day. Bought <laughs> Josh's wedding ring. Go down there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they were you, looking you for married do you, dudes. I was going to say, do you think they were looking for married guys? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of that till now. Maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I do have my ring on, but if they're looking for married guys, would you suck a dick to save your mom's <laughs> life is not the first question I'd ask. <laughs> Maybe they're going to film it and like use it as like blackmail porn. Yeah, right. Ooh. Or they already know you in the gym. They yeah. Might, might know your name. Oh, shoot. She'll be like, we're going to tell your mom. Mom already knows. Yeah. Or maybe maybe the camera guy was actually the dude whose uh, OnlyFans channel it was, and they're just opening me up to see if I'd suck a dick for, for uh, saving my mom's life. <laughs> yeah, you save your mom's life. How about for 20 bucks? <laughs> uh, have you guys ever seen anything like that? I mean, not obviously not like porn porn, but like any porn stars or OnlyFans chicks like in real life in the wild? <laughs> Uh, I don't think so. I think the only time I, I was came close to one was uh, a Bella Danger was at like the same Braves game I was because I saw someone post a picture with her, but I was I don't know where they were sitting at, so I was like, damn. Well, uh, I will say this: we had a teacher, me and Brandon, in East Coweta. I won't say her name, but uh, you know she was uh, she had a history. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was a great teacher, and she was like she would pose uh, nude in Playboy, and like in all the textbooks they would look up, they'd like. Type, it would say type in her name and then put Playboy after it. And then yeah. everyone would be like Googling it. We'd like looking up from our phones and looking at her like, oh, shit, it is her. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, there's two girls, I guess, in our building. They don't live here anymore, but they were doing uh, OnlyFans in our building. And mm-hmm. one, our our neighbor sent me one of the, the screenshots from it. And I was like, oh, there's my inner tube in the background because they were swimming at our pool. <laughs> so they're like floating around in my pool or in, a, in my tube while they're like showing their butthole. Was, oh, like, was right. it the donut? Yeah, it was the donut. Oh. Extra sprinkles. They doing it in our pool? <laughs> Probably. <Damn it. laughs> yeah. yeah I, the only other thing, I saw somebody on the beach and remember that guy? And he was taking pictures of those chicks, and they were, like, taking their clothes off and oh, rolling yeah. around on the we beach. We saw a lot of boobies that day. Yeah, and it was just some guy with, like, a, a phone. It wasn't, like, a professional shooter. He, he was, like, walking them through how to pose it like he was a professional. And we are just watching, like, this is terrible. Who is this guy? <laughs> he looked like one of their dads or something. Yeah. <laughs> you, you remember when we were at the, the pool at that rooftop breakfast place, and I think it was you and me and Nate were there, and then those girls got in the pool, and they're like, hey, could you guys move so we can take a picture right here? Oh we yeah, like, yeah. It was um, it was actually at the place Bailey was staying at, where we recorded the podcast that one day, and it was that right. It was that. No, no, it was the place we went to breakfast at. It was that rooftop that we walked to, mm-hmm. and they got that brunch, that three course breakfast thing or whatever. Yeah, but the girl that told us or asked if we could move our stuff was. Remember, we ended oh. up interviewing her and having her, um, uh, or we were yeah, trying to yeah. record something. That was, I think that was, I wasn't there for that part. I don't think I'd made it in yet, but I think that was, I think the next day is when we met those other two girls. Uh, well, no, you made it in because we, we recorded a, a TikTok with her and we never ended up putting it together. Remember, we were doing like the thing on the pool and then uh, Jason pushed you in the pool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but but I, was, I don't think I was there when y'all first met her. I think I. Oh, I think I, okay, okay. I yeah. Pool yet. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to keep all these sluts uh, in order. You know. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> They're just working women. Oh man! All right. Well, um, that is it for the first segment. We're going to get into uh, this interview next with Corey Taylor from Slipknot, and then uh, if you're a two percenter, premium two percenter, stick around, and we have some bonus content for you afterwards. Um, but just make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook uh, at Podcast the BS. So hang on tight. We'll get into that interview. Let's hear from our sponsors. Just about everything needs to be insured in your life, right? So find the best in the business. That'd be Sean Camp at Country Financial. 
house, boat, motorcycle, car, you name it, needs to be insured. How do you get a hold of Sean? Easy. Call him. He'll pick up 678-519-9028. Tell him Jason said, hello, 678-519-9028. Yeah, make sure you mention the BS because he takes care of the two percenters. Or you can email sean.camp at countryfinancial.com. S-H-A-U-N dot C-A-M-P at countryfinancial.com. The camp agency at Country Financial. It is your one-stop shop for all your insurable needs. You're the only person I'm going to say this to. Feel free to call my wife. 404-797-4600. That's if you're looking to buy or sell a house because she's a realtor. And that's why I'm here to tell you how great she is and how awesome she's going to be for you. She's a realtor with Coldwell Banker, Rachel Guy. She's your guy and she's my wife and she's awesome. 404-797-4600. You can also get a hold of her. I am rachelguy at gmail.com. Rodents get cold too. They might want to get warm in your attic or crawl space. Uh-uh, not on Inspect All Pest Services Watch. Inspectallservices.com. That's the website you need to go to and book an appointment. Mention the BS, receive 10% off your exclusion work. Did you know that uh, one big issue with house fires is that squirrels cause them by chewing constantly, chewing on the wires, plus all the disease the rodents bring in. Don't let that happen to your house. Inspectallservices.com. And back to you, Jason. Thanks for uh, being here. My name's Jason Bailey. And uh, again, very, very lucky to uh, talk to some of my favorite people in the business. And, you know, Corey Taylor's got, you know, Slipknot, of course, Stone Sour, and then he's got his own stuff. And this would be the sequel to CMF1, which would be CMF2, (laughs) the radio single Beyond, which is awesome. And we'll get into that here in just a second. Uh, The extremely talented, way cool Corey uh, Corey Taylor. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good, dude. You know, just hanging on the road. How you doing? Uh, I'm on top of the world, you know, so uh, th- 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 this second album is the sequel better than the first, because this is obviously a playoff of uh, CMF one, Corey right. and Taylor one. Right. 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 Yeah. I mean, to me, this album, I just, it eats the first one and spits it out to be honest, you know, and, so, and then that first album I was really proud of, but that album kind of felt more like where we were coming from than where we and this album is kind of feels like where we're going you know so on this album we just t- decided to up the stakes um you know the music is more expansive um there's heavier stuff there's darker stuff um it still kind of paints with the whole palette like the first album does but there's just a little more there man you know to me it's the best rock album of this year and next year i mean it's that good and I don't doubt it. I love your solo stuff. I mean, I love all your stuff. You know, I, I rotate between, you know, you straight up Corey Taylor and Slipknot and, and Stone Sour. It must be nice to have, uh, you're not a Gemini, I am, but it must be nice to have three different personalities to be able to vent, huh? I mean, for the most part, yeah. It's, you know, you get you get lucky enough to kind of make music carte blanche, you know? Like if you get a great idea, you know that there's a project that you can be able to do it with, you know, and with, especially with this project, you know, it was really after we, we toured uh, and, you know, I was able to kind of put all of that music onto one stage and, and see that my band could really up the stakes and really go for it. That's what kind of led me to, to go, you know what, I can lay more into this music and really kind of, you know, take it up a notch if I, if I wanted to, because it all works, you know? So I'm, I'm pretty lucky when it comes to, to being able to, to, you know, if I think of a song, no matter what the genre, no matter what the style, no matter what uh, instrument lends itself to it, I can just do it, you know? And uh, not a lot of dudes that can say that. So I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty lucky. Is there parameters, you know, when, when you, you come across a song and I mean, you're a tour monster. So you're, I'm assuming right. a lot of this stuff is when you're on the road and you go, you know what? Too hard for stone sour. We'll give this to slipknot. No, 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 no. It's kind of the middle. I think I'm going to take this for myself. Are there parameters right. in your head? Well, I've definitely started keeping more stuff for myself. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I'm a greedy, greedy dog sometimes, but 
you know, at the same time, you know, I mean, the first 20 years of my career, you know, I would, I would look at certain stuff and I'd go, you know, this, I would know when I was writing it, that it was instinctively like a Slipknot song or a Stone Sour song, you know, like it just, you could just tell, you know, and then there were times where a song you would think would be one or the other. I would, I would choose the one that people didn't really necessarily think it was for, you know, like snuff is a perfect example. I wrote that specifically for Slipknot. And I know a lot of people have accused me of just, you know, throwing a stone sour song at, at Slipknot. And I was like, that's not the case at all. Like that wasn't even a consideration for me to give it to stone sour. It was always going to be a Slipknot song. So it's, you know, you just kind of have to go with your gut, you know, and nine times out of 10, the gut's going to be right because you know, because it's not necessarily even about the song. It's about what you know these other musicians are going to bring to the table with it, man. You know, and it's and it it always works out for me. I would not want that job because, I mean, listening to Beyond, first off, I love the arrangement of the song. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's it's I'm always a fan of musicians that go against the grain with the typical radio style arrangement. Um, and this is totally different. The beginning of the song, it's, 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 it grabs you without a doubt. Love it. I'm assuming you did that on purpose. Um, Oh, 100%. Yeah. (laughs) I I, I could, I could see, you know, like I said, I wouldn't want your job. I could see this song being a Slipknot song easily. I mean, it, and it, it can have a foot in each, you know, in each life. It could have been a Stone Sour song, you know, but it's, it's one of those songs that I've, to be honest, man, I've had it for a while. And it's just been a song that I've I've never been able to finish. Let's put it that way. And just never felt finished for me. Like even in the like the two or three different versions that I've had over the years, it just never really worked. It wasn't until I was able to kind of really sit down and go, okay, I need to sort this out and focus it, you know? That's when it really kind of came into its own. You know, I rewrote the lyrics. Um, I, you know, added like two or three riffs to it that were completely different from the original demo that I did years ago. And it really came into its own. I got to say it, man, because of this band, you know, this band really understood what I was looking to do musically and really knew how to make it come alive and, and balance the heavy with the melodic man. Like it, it really came into its own because of this band. That's awesome. You know, it's given a lot of credit to the fellas, you know, yeah. to, to be able to do that. It, yeah. You know, because you are a tour monster and, and you're out there in three different entities at any given time. Yeah. Um, it, it, is it a, a gray area between, insp- you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to use the word rip off because you don't do that, but I'm saying there's a gray area of in getting inspired by somebody. I mean, I struggle with it too. When I go see comedians for, you know, I'm like, I don't want to rip that but I, I'm inspired by it. Is there a gray area when you see other artists and they inspire you? I mean, it's inter- that's an interesting point. You know, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that I've always got so many different ideas in my head that I'm not so much concerned about cryptonesia because I know there's always going to be stuff in there. You know um, what, what I do take away from my inspiration from other people is the approach you know, maybe not the idea itself, but the, 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 the idea of where it could have come from, you know, or the way it could be produced in a way. It's kind of like comedy, you know, and I talk about this with a lot of my comedian friends, you know, they'll hear a bit that inspires them to talk about something, but in a different way, you know, it's like they, so they'll, they'll form a bit around something and they'll use their own unique approach, like their fingerprint and they won't talk about the same thing, but thematically right. it's, you know, it's very, you know, very similar, you know, but you can say that about everything. You know, there are so many different songs that are about girlfriends, but one didn't rip off the other, you know? Right. So yeah. it's, you just kind of have to come at it from, you know, that standpoint of, okay, you know what, if I am inspired by anything at any given moment, I'm going to run it through my filter and it's going to become mine and it won't sound anything like that. Please tell me Craig Gass has not inspired anything in any three of your bands. Well, I mean, he's 
he's inspired gas definitely and, you know it's, it's not a moment he doesn't come around that i don't cut one so <laughs> uh, <laughs> have you shot a video yet for beyond and uh if so is it going to be better than samantha's gone oh dude well i tell you what i mean that the, the samantha gone video was a lot of fun but uh yeah. we actually just we just shot the video about a week ago for beyond um, and another one, actually, we did, we, we got a twofer out of this thing because there was so much good footage and so much craziness going on that we were like, you know what, we could get the whole of the a bag out of this thing. So, um, we just wrapped, uh, the arrangement and the, uh, the, the cut like really yesterday. So, uh, it's done and it, it'll be out, uh, it'll, it'll be ready to go by the time, uh, the single drops. Who's uh, who's in charge of all that? You can't do it all. You got to have somebody else. That's oh, I wrote it. I I wrote the treatment. I wow. I put everything. You know, I put everything together. I uh, basically co-directed it with uh, uh, this this uh, this guy Dale. Um, I'm gonna butcher his last name, and I apologize. I, I think it's Regatini. Uh -huh. Um, he's been around for a long time, and uh, he's uh, you know, he's really good we captured some really, really good stuff, man. And it's, uh, it's all on, all on the page. It's really good. Uh, if anyone listening follows Corey on social media, obviously, uh, very active, uh, on social media, a lot of great pics with you and the wife. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that she has some type of creative input in, uh, in what goes on in, in your life. Oh, well, I mean, the cool thing is, is that we have creative input in both our lives. You know, I mean, she has her, uh, dance Cirque troupe called, you know, the cherry bombs and dude, the stuff that she comes up with and the stuff that she's able to put together is so rad that, you know, it, it inspires me sometimes to write music. It's, it's that cool, you know, like the stuff that she does and she's driven like me. Like she gets something in her head and she wants to learn something. I've never seen somebody learn so many different new like things in my life. Like I, at this point in my life, you'd think I'd be done, but now she's inspired me to start learning other stuff and doing other stuff. She's just, she's amazing, man. Like it's, it's, it's pretty cool. So like creatively and artistically, man, we inspire each other and we just try to bring the best out of each other, which is, you know, it's just something you want in somebody that you, you know, you love. Didn't she want to do radio at one time? I think she did do radio at one point, yeah. man. She did it. She did radio. I believe when she was uh, cheerleading with the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. She, and she, um, she, interned yeah. At, she interned at one of my old radio stations. Before right, right, I, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah kind of put it together and i was like all right let me just test the waters here just to make sure that i'm correct but yeah that that's i'd hear stories because you know anytime that i'd had you on prior or talked about you just being a fan uh like yeah did you know his wife used to intern here i was like no I right. <laughs> yeah i mean trust me man like she she started as an intern she probably could have run that place let's put it that way that's how good she is well, let me tell you, my friend, the best decision was not to stay in that place. <laughs> well, I, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how are, how are the knees? A couple years ago, you had what knee surgery, both knees, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got them scoped, getting cleaned up. Um, I found evidence of a torn, what was it, MCL uh, that had healed. So they're a little, you know, they're tender. Um, after a show like last night, I mean, we went pretty hard in, in uh, uh, Johnston, uh, Pennsylvania. I woke up today and it, it, I was having a hard time getting out of the bunk. Let's put it that way. But, you know, um, you stretch, you, you take some Hadville, mm -hmm. you, uh, you do what you got to do to get out there and, and just give it a hundred percent, you know, um, it, am I going to run around like I'm 30? Well, in my head, I'm going to. But unfortunately, <laughs> by the time I get up, I'm going to be like, I am not 65 years old. Why the hell is it taking me this long to get up off the floor? <laughs> but you're, you know, you, you look, you and I both big wrestling fans. There, right. There's something in that back back of Corey Taylor's brain that's going, you know, I could have a spot on Monday Night Raw. Uh, oh, no, that that ship has sailed. That <laughs> ship, that ship, you can't even see that ship on the horizon anymore. That's how gone that the days of me taking bumps like that. No, <laughs> thank you. Like and that's and that's fine. You know, I'll come in for cheap pops all day, you know, but uh, yeah, I, 
I, I, if, if I was going to do something, the closest I got to doing something was with Baron Corbin. Right, and, yeah. uh, you know, I got to smack the crap out of him at a, at a house show, actually, at Aftershock, the festival. Yeah. And uh, we both laughed so hard after that that we were just loving life. We were just like, did you see what we got to do? It was so cool. Yeah. Um, but that was about it. That was about the 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 limit of my uh, participation in said match. Is, is Baron as good of a cook as he pretends to be? I haven't had his cook cooking yet, man. You know, he keeps threatening to 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 have me over, but we're <laughs> always at like the the opposite sides of the country and whatnot. So yeah. I'll I'll let you know. I'll report back once I get some of that in me. Uh, and you'll be, you know, you brought up Aftershock. Uh, you'll be uh, at Aftershock this year, this October. Yes, uh, I will. You're on the Saturday night um, stage with Pantera, Corn, Three Eleven, Fever, Three Three Three, and more. Uh, all three, all by all the bands. It's great. Now, here's here's the thing. You go out on stage because you're you're going with your band, Corey Taylor, and, the, and your band. Right. You've got bands like Pantera, which is really cool that they're doing their thing again. And Corn, does it like you go, okay, I got to, I just, you know, there's a little slip knot in me. I'm going to get this up going, you know, because they're heavy bands, right? Right, right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> you know, no, I'm not you, worried about it. I'm just saying inside you go, you get that energy because, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, trust me. I mean, the great thing about those shows is that, you know, I'm friends with all those guys, right. you know, so not only are we using that as a way to kind of reconnect and hang out and say hi and high five and whatever. But at the same time, we're looking at that lineup going, okay. Cause I'm, I guarantee you, they're looking at me going, okay, Taylor's going to be on this. Now we got to up our game, you know, we got to go for it. Yeah. And that's what's great about inspiring each other is like knowing that, you know, it's just like, okay, I got to, I'm going to pump up. I'm going to, we're going to go for it as hard as we can. And, you know, especially with a set like the CMFT set, literally I can play anything, you know? And so I can put together a wholly different set and make sure that it fits right in with all of those bands, you know? And it, it's, it, it's kind of cool. My, my band can play anything on this planet and when i send them a set list they go done let's do this it's gonna be mm -hmm. rad you know and they're just as excited as i am so you know just being in that lineup especially at this point in my career with a third you know a third act basically you know a third band really it, it's it's something i'm very proud of man the only band i'm assuming and correct me if i'm wrong please Corey that you would not want to follow is Vended, right? <laughs> Just from the standpoint of, I don't have the energy to follow them anymore, man. It's crazy. <laughs> Talking about Corey's son's band. Oh, Griff. Yeah. Yeah. They kill it, man. They're so good. I, I look at them now and I just go, man, I, I remember having that much energy, but I don't miss it. <laughs> You're like, I remember when I filled the tank up, but I'm good at half right now. <laughs> oh yeah. We're, we're, we're fine. We're fine. Even if I'm at three quarters, this is, you're just, it's a gift, you know? <laughs> it, it's so cool, you know, for us Gen Xers uh, who grew up fans, you know, and still are fans of bands like yours and, you know, and like the Papa Roaches and, and these guys, and then now see you guys as dads and your kids right. following in your footsteps, whether you wanted them to do it or not, but the support it, it's just, it's kind of like a different rock world because us growing up with the eighties bands, they never talked to their kids. Right. And, and, and now the rock stars like yourself, Corey are supportive of your kids and they're doing the same thing as dad's doing. And you're there right by their side. It doesn't get any better than that. It's a great feeling, dude. You know, I mean, one of my favorite things to do is watch Griff be himself, you know, like, and it's, I'm kind of like that with, with all of my friends, but it's just a little sweeter with Griff, you know, cause I mean, I, I remember, you know, I know his, his journey to get there, you know, I mean, there was a point in his life where he didn't want anything to do with music and he got there himself. I didn't push him at all. Like I was very hands-off about it. I was like, okay, you find what you want to do in life. And, you know, when, once you find it, I will 100% support you. And he made his way to music, honestly, without me even knowing, like before I knew it, he had a band. I was like, Oh God, what, wait a minute. What the hell were you talking about? You got, you got a band? What's 
happening. So it was really cool, man. You know, he, you know, he and some of his friends from school started putting it together. They joined forces with some other dudes from another school. So they all grew up together. They all knew each other and they put together this band and they've been doing it since they were young, you know, and to see them just getting ready to, they just finished recording their second EP. Um, and they did it at Jonathan Davis's studio in, uh, in Bakersfield, which is rad, you know, and they are so, and it sounds amazing. So I'm really stoked for them, man. Like I'm really proud of him and getting to watch him do it and seeing him do it at the level that he does it is just, it's inspiring to me as well. Yeah. And it, for, well, just to let you know, from a fan standpoint, it's cool to see that. It, uh, right. it, it it puts you guys yourself at a different level. It humanizes you guys and, and it, it makes fans proud of the artist when they see them being good parents. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it's so weird, you know, it's, it's, it's something that you don't necessarily think about that that might be the perception, you know, like to me, it's just me support, supporting my boy, you know? So it's, uh, you know, if that's the, if that's the after effect, then, I mean, that's cool. But I mean, I would be doing that if I was a plumber, you know, <laughs> <laughs> what, what would be sweeter? You know, the, the rock and roll hall of fame inductees just came out and you had like Billy Nelson and Cheryl Crow, late George Michael, Kate Bush rage, uh, the spinners. Um, what would be sweeter, uh, out of the, the three projects that you have to go into the rock and roll hall of fame, or you just don't care. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's i mean who gives a shit really you know to be honest i it's just they it's hard for me to say that they get it wrong because sometimes the the people they induct 100 deserve it you know but there are still so many groups that should go in yeah. before some of the ones that have and it really upsets me dude so at this point it's like I don't even know if I'll even be considered for something like that. And I couldn't care less, to be honest. Like it's, to me, it's, to me, that's a high five at the end of your career. You know, um, I would rather have that later on. Um, yeah, it's just something I don't really concern myself with, you know, would I be a stingy hog and, and want to be like, you know, the late great David Crosby and be in there like four times. Uh, that would be great. You know, like if I could be in there for all three acts, that'd be killer. But yeah, you know, I don't think I'm going to even get one, get in for one. So it's, it's fine. I, I got better things to do. Yeah. It's a, it's a shame. Every year I'm like, you guys can't leave out maiden. Like it, it's, if, if it's they a consistently of, uh, out. bands it's, that were influential, that was my introduction to rock dude. and roll back in the you know early eighties is like, you can't leave right. out maiden. I mean, they, I mean, does it surprise you though? I mean, Judas Priest uh, just went froze on me. Are you there? Yeah. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, cool. Excellent. My video yeah. froze. I apologize for that. Oh, it's okay, man. It's all good. <laughs> um. All right. Well, let's wrap this up and uh, I'll see you at Aftershock personally. I'll be out there. Okay. Very, very cool. That'll be my first Aftershock after just moving out here to the West Coast. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, very cool. Um, Beyond, love it. And everybody else loves it, too. I'm telling you, even if they haven't heard it, they're going to love it. And then the new album, CMF2, they're going to love that as well. Uh, I'm a huge fan, Corey. I love everything that is that you do. You're so creative, and you love your fans. And it doesn't get any better than that. So I appreciate the time. And best of luck with the tour. Because, by the way, CoreyTaylor.com for tour dates. Uh, right. On top of Aftershock. Uh, and then buy the new album, get the new album, stream the new album. All right, brother. Thank you so much, Corey. No worries, man. Thank you, buddy. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support. Podcastbs.com. Now, get out of here.